Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Real Faith Radio, presented by Praise Chapel Las Vegas. Subscribe to us on Apple and Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Spotify to get notified when new episodes are available to download or stream. You can also follow us on social media at PC Las Vegas and visit our website, PraiseChapelLasVegas.com, to find out more about us and give online. Thanks again for joining and enjoy today's message. Praise the Lord. I have a water. Thank you. Just kind of get set up here. How's everybody doing tonight? It's Wednesday. It's hot, but it's good. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. And I'm just so humbled and just so I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I know that the Lord aligned this perfectly and timely. But before we get into it, I just want to pray before I kind of get into whatever he's going to do. So, Lord, I just thank you, God, first and foremost, Lord, just for coming in, God, for coming in, God, with us, God. I thank you for making the room and the opportunity to use me tonight, God. I thank you, Lord, that you set apart such a time as this, Lord, for me to speak where you want me to speak, God. I pray, Lord, that you fall forward, God. Your words come forth, God, and use me in any way that you want, God. Holy Spirit, I invite you to lead me and to use me and to pour out through me. Lord, that you move upon every word that's mentioned, God. That is nothing I say or do, but it is all you. I give you the glory and the honor, God. I enthrone you tonight, Lord. So I just thank you once again, Lord, for making this making this possible. In all of your name, Lord, I say amen. So I'm just, I'm ready to start. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go out with some definitions. But if you're taking notes, I the title of my message is, I just thought it was so awesome how God kind of lined up worship already and kind of set the tone. But the title of my message is Unlock and Overturn in Our Roots. And I'm going to give you two definitions. The first one I'm going to give you is the definition of being rooted. And the definition of being rooted is this. To be rooted is to be established deeply and firmly. What is the meaning of being rooted? The meaning of being rooted is to be strongly influenced by it or has developed from it. And then the next definition that I have is the overturn. And I'm using the noun version because there's two different versions of it, a verb and a noun. And let me pull this one up really quickly. So the definition for overturn is an act of turning over or upsetting something, a revolution, subversion, and reversal. So I read that definition and everything that's been going on, these two words really made sense to me and kind of keyed in together. But we're upsetting the enemy that we are turning over our silence to getting rooted. We're becoming a a move of revolution. And if you don't see that yet, church, it's time now. It's time to become that revolution and that move in our nation. Church, we are in dire need of truly understanding or should at least be in pursuit of knowing what it should mean or look like to be rooted in Christ. We should We have had so many things, tragic, terrible, evil things happening all around us in our world today. If we're not rooted in him, then what are we showing up for? You know, you guys showed up tonight. And to me, it doesn't matter about the numbers. God's not, he's not concerned with that either. But what's the point of showing up if you're not willing to get rooted? We've had that theme for half the year now. 
And if you keep showing up, it's because you want to get rooted. I believe that. I'd like to say that. We should long to be rooted in him because we're hitting even more deeply rooted areas within our world and within ourselves. It's getting real out there. We've heard that being thrown out there. And for a lot of us, it's gotten real in a lot of different ways. The world is looking for answers. They're looking for more rooted solutions. And we have one. And his name is Jesus. He is the root of our solutions to the problems we face, the troubles we may find ourselves in, and the storms that have yet to hit. But they're here. There's no avoiding it. We're not exempt from getting hit. Are we rooted and are we getting ready? I'm sure at different points in life, we've all been asked or have heard the question of, where did the root of that come from? We hear it all around with all these tragic mass shootings, the things being overturned in our nations that are taking place. People are rooting themselves in what they stand and believe in. Are we standing in what we believe in and are we ready to be a voice in what we believe in and what we stand for? Trying to understand the root of our problems without the Lord is like leading a dead horse to water. We can't make it drink it. I'm going to go ahead and read into, I'm going to be in the book of Luke, chapter 8, verses 11 through 15. And I'm reading the New Living Translation version. That was Luke, chapter 8, verses 11 through 15. And it says, this is the meaning of the parable. The seed is God's word. The seeds that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message, only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. The seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while, then they fall away when they face temptation. The seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. And the seeds that fell on good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word. They cling to it and patiently produce a huge harvest. I'm going to kind of break down a little bit of what I got out of that, that portion of the scripture. So a seed is planted in our lives, church, the moment we receive salvation. And the enemy in our lives surroundings know it. The enemy knows What happens when God does that? When he encounters us and we encounter the Lord, the moment we come up here, all hell breaks loose. And over time, we begin to grow some pretty unhealthy roots in our life. But as we've seen in Scripture what comes from when we plant seeds in good soil, when we cling to those things with the Lord, what harvest can and will come? Are we willing to get that rooted and make those stands and plant those seeds that we ought to get planting in our world? We have, come, we have become too concerned about offending or making the world uncomfortable with our Holy Spirit roots that we have, our truth, our beliefs, that we become silent. We've almost become so muzzled. The church has been muzzled, and we've allowed it. The Lord can take us through those deeply rooted areas of life to heal, to mend, to restore, to renew, and to rebuild ourselves. Have we not seen it happen time and time again it didn't just happen in the bible it's happening even now but he won't make us face it he won't make us change but when we find ourselves truly wanting the lord 
We long to be changed. We allow and make room for those rooted things that are unnecessary in us to be uprooted. For us to go deeper with him, to want to be closer with him, to fall in more love with him, to see and hear the way he does. To want to root ourselves so much in him that all those things become so natural because of us knowing and believing where the root of all of him showing up for us comes from. And it's simply just because he loves us each individually. I love that the Lord, he knows us and created us the way that he did with the things that maybe some people don't love so much about us, but he does. He doesn't ask you necessarily to change it, but he wants to mold you in that. He gave you the things that he gave you, church, because he loves you. We won't settle. Getting off of our thrones and joining the rest of humanity, the body of Christ, is a must for growing up. And it's time to grow up. There is a time for everything, church. I'm going to go ahead and end with this last scripture in Ecclesiastics chapter 3, verses 1 through 11. And it says, a time for everything. For everything there is a season, a time for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance. A time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to turn away. A time to search and a time to quit searching. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to tear and a time to mend. A time to be quiet and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. A time for war and a time for peace. What do people really get for all of their hard work? I have seen the burden God has placed on us all, yet God has made everything beautiful in its own time. He has planted eternity in the human heart, but even so, people cannot see the whole, the whole scope of God's work from beginning to end. Church, we have been given the keys to unlock and overturn our roots over to this dying, broken, confused, shattered world. And I'm going to leave you with these two questions. And I want you to think about them. And I want them, I pray that they, they begin to soak and you begin to let them resonate with you. And you begin to go there with the Lord and spend time with him in these questions that I'm going to put out to you. Because I know I had to. And I thank God for putting them out on the table for me. But the first question I'm going to ask you is, how influenced are you in the ways and truth of Jesus? How influenced are you in the ways and truth of Jesus? And the second one is, have you developed anything in getting rooted with him? And are you applying and implementing it in your life? We're talking about being rooted and what that means to us. And leadership pastor asked us to do that. And all I could think of is, Lord, you're asking me to unlock these doors because it's time to get up. The church has been sitting for too long. And I'm not telling you anything that the Lord has, has to be up front with me about in my walk. It's time to get up, Sharice. It is time to not be quiet anymore, Sharice. It's time to not be too concerned about what they're going to say, what they're going to think, and what they're going to do. you got to do what I've told you to do. So when Pastor asked us as leadership what we were going to do or that it was time, he kind of set that tone into place, and I believe the Lord did that. It's time, leadership. And I thought, wow, 
It is. It's time for me to unlock and get more rooted in what you want for me, Lord, and I'm going to do it. I'm not going to be quiet anymore. I'm not going to sit quiet in these things that I know it's time to speak on, whether it's something uncomfortable, whether it's something that's real, because it's going to get deep, church. We're going to face some conversations, some, some uh, I don't want to say confrontations, but we might. We might be confronted by, us, uh, by, by people. We might be confronted by the Holy Spirit and the Lord. Are we ready and willing to do that? Are you willing to get that much more rooted? We see this banner here, and I'm sure a lot of us look at it. Let that really sit in with you. Don't let it just be a banner. Let it be a declaration and a decree that you make over your lives, over your family, over what God is going to do. And for our church, it's time for us to do that. And that's all I have for tonight. But I just pray that this came at the right time for you, like it did for me. And this is just the beginning. There's other leaders that are going to be coming up. And I pray that this, we unlocked the door tonight. We unlocked it. It's open. I pray you don't close it. I pray you let it stay open because the Lord wants to take it.